of Titanic Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss movie Titanic Minute by Minute. I'm your co-host Rob, and joined as always by my good friends Joe and Duff. Hello. Hey, hey. We are on minute 122. In this minute, Rose finds Jack. Um, so this minute starts with Rose walking into the room through the water, and I, I mean, this is the insanity of of doing this minute by minute but like when she opens that door and then like sort of trudges through the water yeah like it's mud it's i mean i guess like that's how you would walk through like knee-deep water and even like opening that door would be difficult um but it's so awkward like it's just so awkward as she's just like trudging through in this huge dress through the water and as we've talked about, that's the type of thing that you can't really do with green screen. I'm sure if George Lucas were in charge of this, it would have been, all right, uh, the water is heavy. Yeah. Go. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. We, uh, do we need another take, George? No. Nope, we're good. That's we'll good. Fix it. We got it. Fix it in post. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, also, like I mentioned yesterday about uh, how uh, – Leonardo DiCaprio was such a wuss about the water. And like the other thing I have to remember is like because of Rose's dress, like because of how you know uh, see through this is at times. Like she couldn't have a wetsuit on underneath it, so she's just wearing a dress and like in this water, which like you know it's not it's not as cold as it was in North Atlantic. But like I think I was you know like it would get like as you know as the day went on or they were doing it would be like fifty eight, fifty nine degree water. Yeah, I so. Mean, y- you couldn't keep that a tank that size he did. No. So you're just like in cold water a lot, which I think we've mentioned this before, Duff, but doesn't Kate Winslet get like hypothermia at one point? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she got pneumonia. Pneumonia. Okay. That makes more sense. Um, um, but it might, maybe she could have gotten hypothermia as well. But yeah, I feel like the this shoot was the toughest on Kate Winslet. She actually lost three toes and two fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Just found that. That's why she has to keep her shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Her shoes just get smaller and smaller as the shoot goes on because, like, the guy just keep tightening it up without the toes. <laughs> Do you think at the end of the day a grip just had to go and collect all of Winslet's uh, digits that snapped off during... <laughs> She's like, uh, she's like Tom Dempsey, that kicker that had no toes. Yes. <laughs> Kate, here's a little, uh, here's a paper bag full of the toes I found. <laughs> I have three. Is that is that all you're missing? <laughs> uh, would she you rip, get? She rips them off like the dude in Shape of Water. <laughs> God, has there ever been an actor with leprosy? <laughs> yeah. Really. In the history of the world, has an actor ever gotten leprosy? I'm going to say yes. Like a Hollywood actor. Oh, I don't know. I feel pretty confident that the answer uh, to that is no. Yeah, I don't. I don't, don't think there's a lot of leprosy in, uh, <laughs> in the 20th develop, century. Developed nations nowadays, or even the last hundred or so years. <laughs> it would be hard to get insured from the studio. <laughs> uh, I, 
say, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> that's that's actually why Richard Simmons isn't around anymore because he has oh. leprosy. Let's make a hit podcast about it. Uh, oh man, I'm looking at pictures of leprosy now. <laughs> don't don't do it. I was trying to see if there's a bit. I don't think there's been any famous actors. I was hoping that it would be like some rando from like the golden age of Hollywood. It's like, oh, Spencer Tracy had leprosy. <laughs> Fatty Arbuckle had leprosy. <laughs> <laughs> Fatty Arbuckle. <laughs> um. Okay, we should move on. I don't know why I went down that path. Uh, Rose apologizes right away. And I want to I wanna sort of dig into this a little bit. I think this goes back to what we talked about earlier. Like, we, you know, she didn't really ever believe that Jack stole it or, like, we didn't really think that. So, like, why, why is she apologizing? Maybe that she didn't make a bigger deal about it earlier, that she didn't – I don't know. She didn't really – object too strenuously when he got hauled away yeah i mean but even in that situation like what more would she have been able to do you know i i mean rob you're a midwesterner you know you just apologize for no reason that's true i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry you're right dove (laughs) i'm a i am a uh i play basketball or i try to and i am a i am a my bad guy all the time like I, I will, am a make a mistake. Like I'm sorry, my bad. I'm sorry, my bad. I I will apologize to inanimate objects. <laughs> <laughs> you slam a door too loud. I'm sorry, door. Oh, I'm, Duff apologizes I'm, to mirrors. I'm, I'm sorry, cupboard. <laughs> sorry, sorry, toothbrush. Um. Also, like, what is Jack gonna do here? Like, demand an apology? Right? Like, no, hold on say you're sorry first uh if he was an alpha he would yeah say you're sorry okay can you help me now (laughs) (laughs) all right um now you should probably hurry up (laughs) yeah we're in a tough situation here uh and jack uh has to hug her without arms (laughs) you're right (laughs) it's just funny the way you say that yeah that's uh, Have you ever okay. had to hug someone without arms? Like, uh, to, it, this wait, question wait, works oh, both ways. I was gonna say. So, anyone who's ever gotten a hug from me probably thinks I don't have arms. Right, you're not. A, you're not a. You're not a big wraparound. I'm. I only uh, give. Uh, uh, I only give tight hugs. Ironically. Yeah. I've, uh, what I've, about you, Duff? Have you ever uh, had to hug someone when you couldn't use your arms, or? hugged someone without arms uh i have never <laughs> hugged an amputee how's that uh, make you feel? have you ever knocked someone without arms over <laughs> um uh nor so have is your i name matt nor have i ever uh hugged someone who did not raise their arms nor have i i've probably been hugged and not raised my arms oh i have a million times uh one time at my not my current job, my previous job. Uh, I, everyone knew that I had a strict physical boundaries rule. <laughs> Someone who I was somewhat good friends with, and I, I went up to. They were, I forget if they were stressed out about something work related or personal, but I, I was like, I saw them, and they kind of looked like they were, like in pretty rough shape. And I said, "You look like you need a hug," not from me, just in general. <laughs> Do you? Do you guys remember those jokes about 
the what do you call a person with no arms and no legs jokes? Uh, maybe. Uh, so like an example. Um, I I may have just googled this to make sure, but like we're alienating our amputee <laughs> audience. What do you call a a, a a person with no arms and no legs in a hole? <laughs> what, <laughs> <Do> you, Phil? <laughs> I seem to remember there was a joke. What do you call uh, what's the name of a woman with one with only one leg? Eileen. Eileen. Uh. I found I found some Titanic relevant ones here. You ready? Yes. Uh, what do you call a person with no arms or no legs in a vase? What? Rose. <laughs> and I got one more. What do you What do you call a person with no arms and no legs under a car? Uh, what? Jack. <laughs> Well, there you There's, go. We we tied it, it all together. We've done it. We've done it. Oh man, there's just um, uh, God, these are terrible. I'm sorry. All right, so Jack has to give a, a no arm hug. He has to give a no arm hug, and uh, and then he asks Jack asks Rose to look for a spare key. Um, and there's just this cabinet full of keys, and uh. So I think that like luckily it's a silver one he's looking for and they're all brass which like to me makes this easier instead of her just trying a bunch of keys. Yeah, I I guess so. It, it I'm I'm just looking for like the little like video game notification to pop up when you <laughs> hover over the right one like oh there it is. It, well, in a life or death situation, which is what this is, I I just feel like I would, I would be looking around that room very very thoroughly, and uh, I I don't think that just it being the wrong color would be enough for me to to assume that uh, that none of those keys would work. So I, that, I, don't, that... I, I would be. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, this is a dumb thing, I think, to argue about, really, or discuss too much, because obviously they don't want to have, like, a 90-second scene of her just uh, trying every single key in that cabinet or yeah. looking through all of them and stuff, but, yeah. I um I, I, I was just wondering, like, <laughs> this is another dumb question, but, like, did you have to go to a locksmith to get a key made back in 1912? There's not, like, hardware hanks you can go to, <laughs> right? No, I, um, <laughs> no. There, they. You actually, the only way you could get a key is if if you found it. There's just a finite <laughs> number of keys that were um, dug up. Yeah. From and and uh, even and then even like if it was one of those keys that said "Do not duplicate," then you're really screwed. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, they were like snowflakes. Like there was just there weren't duplicates. <laughs> uh, and then she she looks she looks into uh, she starts looking through the the desk drawer after she's like ah these are all these are all brass. Um, and, uh, and so there's another good moment here. I like, um, it's when Jack asks, uh, how she found out he didn't do it. And she says like, you know, uh, that I didn't just realize I already knew. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, sure. It does. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. She's saying that like, she didn't have to discover anything that like 
prove Jack's innocence. She just then what was she thinking before she realized this? We've all been in situations where you get overwhelmed and you're not like you know you're things are happening that the you're the the ship you're on just hit an iceberg you go to tell your mom and your fiance your fiance so you go there to tell the two people that hate the guy you're with and then they pre- extremely predictably do something terrible to the guy and you're just rendered speechless but they uh, framed him so you have this moment you're like wait a minute i don't think like she even says like i don't think that i don't re- he i was with them he couldn't have done that and all, then they just sort all of, of us take him have away. been either peer pressured or kind of passively passive yes thank you passively gone along with something um like hosting or being on a podcast yeah i don't i mean and then i think when he's he kind of genuinely was like how did you figure out that it wasn't me and she tells him that like i just always i just kind of realized i always knew it's a it's a it's a sweet line it's it's romantic she doesn't she knows he didn't do it yeah <laughs> okay um you, you guys want to play rose off jack off <laughs> yes rose off jack off uh what- i'm gonna go 11 this time uh 16 uh rob is closer yes it is a total of nine uh and this this one we talked about the earlier it's not really fair to call them out for that because they are looking for each other this they're in the same room (laughs) there's there's no reason for jack to tell to say rose's name six times and for jack or for rose to say jack three times yeah this is rose rose how do you know rose like what oh which rose are you talking to do you do you think part of it is i think maybe i'm giving too much credit to James Cameron on this but like do you think part of it is like I want to make sure that people know the names of these main characters like it, I want to be no doubt when they walk out that it's Jack and Rose it very well could be and you know it would well, I mean I guess it works right I mean every, it's like I, I don't iconic like, it gets made fun couple. of a lot and it, I don't really mind it but it really stands out in this scene when they're in the same room yeah it's like Rose Rose over there, Rose. And they're like shouting and are like three feet away from each yeah. other. <laughs> um, do you guys have anything else on this minute? Because I have survey results. Uh, there's kind of a what I call the breaking bad camera angle when you get in there tight with Jack. Oh, okay. Um, there's actually a lot of really great camera angles because it's steady cam. And there's actually a behind-the-scenes photo of James Cameron just wedged into the corner, basically facing Jack behind that pipe. Because, of course, he had to be the one to run the camera. Because (laughs) in the commentary, he talks about, we'll see later, Rose going down the hall. And James Cameron is holding the Steadicam, and his DP is literally dragging him through the water so that James Cameron can (laughs) operate the Steadicam. That's amazing. Um, survey time. Uh, what do people like best about Titanic Minute? Rob's cackle and Joe's grumpiness. <laughs> what are they talking about? I, I don't know. Weird. Uh, what do they like least? Uh, sometimes 
you guys get too far off track. Hmm. So well, they're welcome to start editing the podcast. This is just hey, this is feedback from our listeners, anonymous. Don't care. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so See, I'm giving the people what they want. Yeah, well, in spades. Uh, Gr- grumpy cat Joe. So uh, let's just lighten the mood. And uh, let's talk about uh, the question about if you have one room in your a space for one of us in your lifeboat. <laughs> one room. One room. <laughs> those if famous room lifeboats with rooms on them. Yeah. Those, like are, the, those are the first class lifeboats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, we've had some changing of, uh, of positioning here. Uh, 17. So- somehow I'm in fifth place now. There's, <laughs> there's some new, new option that was added. 17.6% of people would use that space for Joe. And I asked them, I asked these people, I reached out. I know I say it's anonymous, but I reached out to the to the other uh, 83%. And I was like, hey, what did you learn about Joe that made you decide not to pick him up? And they said that uh, I didn't. I just always knew. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If my mic was on a stand, I would drop it. Uh, Duff, 23.5%. Yay. That's right. Your plea plea a few weeks ago worked. I'm that much closer to beating out Rob and no one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Very close. I'm losing. uh, It's like people are liking me less as this podcast goes on. I am down to 26.5%. Um, so Duff is close on my trail, and then uh, the clubhouse. It's almost like it goes in order of which of the three of us talks to uh, people about the podcast the most (laughs) off the air. (laughs) It might be. That means that thirty-two point four percent have never spoken to us. (laughs) Yeah, because that that is who said to find someone else. So, listeners, you should go to TitanicMinute.com/slash/survey, fill it out. Uh, and uh, if we get 75 entries, we will do a podcast on an episode, an episode on Avatar, or Duff and I will. If we get 76 entries, Joe will join us. That is how the many, deal. How many are we up to? Like 35 or something. Right. Um, so com slash survey, fill that out, and uh, tomorrow we have a heart of the ocean. Very excited. Excuse me. Uh, these data are important. I'm sorry. Uh, all your Ooh. all your base art belong to us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we will be back tomorrow with the heart of the ocean. Um.